Sports Speak podcast host. This is Aaron Daniels. This is a, a short segment that we call T.O.L.E. Right? It stands for Take It or Leave It. All right, This is just me giving my thoughts, my feelings, my opinions based on my experiences. And uh, if you don't like them, that's fine. Feel free to, uh, to question me or challenge me however. But if you just flat out don't want to listen, then you can tune on off and tune on out. Because uh, this is my show, so I'm going to do it my way. So here are three things that I've been thinking about and that I've been seeing and dealing with over the past couple of weeks and um, been talking to with some people that I love and respect and I've gotten a lot of gain, a lot of insight from this. Number one, I think I think as coaches or as any leader in any capacity, I think we need to understand which battles to fight. So in other words, don't be rigid all the time about everything. Now I can tell you this, anybody who's ever run a successful organization of any kind, you know how it should be done. You know how it needs to be done. Um, You have a vision. And anytime somebody tries to challenge that vision or, you know, reroute you, it can be upsetting. But some battles are better left, you know. Sometimes you just got to let people think that they won, even when they really didn't. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. Uh, A couple of years ago, whenever I was was, um, coaching at my previous spot, I can remember being a traditionalist in my mind in terms of uniformity. I love when my players all look the same. They're all wearing the same uniform. They got the same shoes on. But it's a new wave. It's a new day. And these guys and girls like to express their individuality in different ways. And um, I was really um, running into not problems, but I could see things sort of on that road to eventually it becoming a problem that I was going to have them wear team shoes, even though I was the one that was buying them. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I thought about it. I talked it over with my assistant coaches. I talked it over with some of my mentors. And I just came to the conclusion, uh, thanks to their help and insight, that it just wasn't worth me fighting for. So I said, you know what, fellas, y'all can go ahead and wear your own shoes. Now, of course, I created some parameters because we can't totally let them um, let them do it their way completely because somebody will definitely go farther outside of the realm of what I would consider to be normalcy than what I'm comfortable with. So I told the fellas that they that those shoes need to stay within the color scheme and they honored that and everything was good. And it was it was a subtle change. I know that's small, but in the grand scheme of things, that is something that could you know, fester and turn into a huge deal, you know, and another thing when it comes to uh, rigidity, that is, I, I've never understood whenever I hear coaches say that they won't talk to parents or they say, I'm, I don't talk to parents about playing time. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not a parent, but I've been in enough situations as a coach to where that is the most common. That's one of the most common things that parents want to discuss playing time. And you know, we're not at the college level or the professional level. We're we're at the amateur level. And so we are uh, we are dealing with these people's babies, man. We are. And so I think you we need to make ourselves available. And if somebody has a grievance or they have a complaint or they have a concern or whatever, whatever word you want to use, which means they want to come and talk to us. I think we need to make a conscious effort to be available for them to do so. And um, hey, People always talk about how they want the truth. They don't want to be lied to. They don't want to be given the runaround. Okay, well, I'll tell you like this. Not everybody wants that like they think they do. So, And I think a lot of times this includes parents. So if they're begging for it, 
give it to them. But don't duck them and hide behind this this BS policy of um, I don't I don't talk to parents about playing time. No, 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 no. Let's be leaders. Let's be accountable and let's stand by our decisions. So if we made a decision that a parent or anybody uh, that is in a, you know in a relationship with that kid that if they have a concern about it, well, be ready to to, to dig your heels in and and. Uh, Face that music, so to speak, and tell them exactly what what the deal is and exactly why you did what you did. And I think everything that's done in the dark is going to come to the light anyway. So if if you made a move um, in with a good spirit, or if it was if it directly aligns with your policies, and you're doing what you said you would do, then I don't think you have anything to run from, and you should be fine. Now, my second thing that I've been thinking about and I want to bring to you. I've got a player in my program right now. This player is good, but he has been missing practice. And he's been coming coming and going kind of sporadically. Um, and he's one of those that doesn't always give you maximum effort. And, you know, I'm kind of caught in the cross whether I should punish this kid every time he does show up the day after he missed the day before. Or should I punish his whole class? Or should I punish the whole team? Or do I just, you know, ignore it altogether? And I'm coming very, very close to just saying, you know what? I'm going to just continue to take these mental notes of his inconsistency. And whenever it's time to select who's going to represent the varsity team and play on Tuesday nights and Friday nights at 8 p.m., I'll make sure I take that into consideration. And I'll also take that into consideration whenever I'm determining who's going to start. Because although it's not a huge thing to me necessarily, it's a huge thing to the players a lot of times to be on that first unit and get their name called as a starter, you know. So I, I think that's important because uh, the more we stop the show and put the spotlight on one player, even whether it's for good or for or for scolding him or her, that one player is getting the majority of your attention and you've got multiple in the gym. So at that point, it's a numbers game. They, as a whole, collectively need you more than just one individual does. And I think you can um, lose credibility as a coach and lose some respect from your players when you do that. And I, and I think when, whenever you're trying to send a message with whatever you do, let the message be to the entirety, not just to one or two. You know? So that, that's what I got for that one. And, and the last and final one, and, and this one is kind of, this one right here is, is is something that I've been working to be better at. I think that as coaches or leaders, well, let's just say coaches for for this sake, right? I think it's important to be at practice first. Be there first before anybody else gets there. And every now and again, one of your assistant coaches may make it there if you're a head coach, right? Um, but I don't think it's a great look whenever your players arrive before you do. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, I think there needs to be a healthy mystique, so to speak, about the person that's in charge. A healthy level of fear and a healthy level of respect. Knowing that, hey, this cat right here is a machine. He or she does the same things all the time. We can bet on it. We can count on it. And I can remember as a young boy waking up every morning when I was in elementary school all the way really through middle school. I can remember waking. It's going to sound kind of corny, but it's real. I'd wake up in the morning. Uh, my mom would, would, would come in there and flip that light switch. 
And I'd wake up, get on my feet, go to the bathroom, do whatever I got to do. But I'm smelling breakfast all throughout the house. And that was every morning. And I could count on it. Now, and yes, that sounds a lot like I took it for granted. And I did. But I think, you know, every good parent wants their kid or kids to have certain things that they don't even have to worry about. And if I'm wrong, parents out, out there, please correct me. And I feel the same way as, as a coach. I want certain things for my players to not ever have to worry about for as long as they're playing for me. Like whether or not that gym is going to be unlocked whenever I get there. Or whether or not coach is going to be prepared for, to have us once we show up. I never had to worry about that with my parents. I woke up and got used to the smell of that breakfast and that coffee in the air. And whenever it wasn't there, I felt like something was wrong. So what do you think the players are going to feel if they show up one day and they're outside the gym waiting on me as opposed to the other way around? I think certain things just should be because they should be, you know. We as adults, not even just leaders at this point, but I think we have um, we have more responsibility to be more consistent and to be more responsible than they do for we are the models trying to put on a good display to show these young men and young women how they should go about taking care of their business once they get into the shoes of an adult. So that is definitely my thing. And uh, now I would say it, it probably it's probably best to leave last too. show up first and leave last. Now, I haven't always practiced what I'm preaching on this one, but I'm getting better at it. And the reason why I say that is because you want to make sure things are intact the way that you want them to be, the way that your program, um, the way you want your program to be represented, because it's very easy to delegate a responsibility to somebody else whose program is not. You know what I mean? If you're a head coach, your name is on everything. The program is yours. So whatever it looks like or doesn't look like is on you. And so me, I'm trying to be a little bit better about hanging out until that last player gets picked up and goes home. And even um, after my coaches leave, just to make sure everything is intact, got the basketballs put away, got everything in place for the next day. And then we show up the next day and we're ready to go to work. So, you know, that's all I got for y'all this time around. Those three points. I know I stretched them out, but hey, it was just what was on my mind and what's been on my mind for a few days. And, you know, T.O.D., you can take it or leave it. So this is Aaron Daniels and I'm signing off.